1: Good morning, friends. Welcome to Moneyball Minute. My name is Kirk Henderson, and I'm editor-in-chief of MavsMoneyball.com. I apologize for my somewhat lax posting schedule compared to what I have done for the past several months, but honestly, it's the offseason. We will rev back up, try to this week for as much stuff as there is going on, but as we inch closer to the draft, we're still just sort of in a patient wait-and-see mode. Um That aside, let's just get right to it. There's a couple of things that are up on Mavs Moneyball right this moment, or at least one is. The the case for Rudy Gobert... The case against Rudy Gobert, written by my guy Matt Phillips, was a really detailed piece as to why he does not think Rudy Gobert is the answer in any way, shape, or form. Uh, he, I know for a fact, because I worked through it with him on the editing, that he approached this from the point of view of, hey, you know, let's see what, what could happen. And then the more he dove into it, the the more it was like, this is just not a good idea. Um, second, we're, we're really actually getting into more specific draft coverage this week. Lucas Q has a piece, um, depending on when you're listening to this, it may or may not be up yet, but it is um, an analysis of Duke center Mark Williams. Now, Mark Williams is not projected to be – anywhere near 26. So it would be require a trade up in some form, but he wanted to write about Mark Williams. And the thing I like about our draft coverage and really just this time of year is you can sort of talk about whoever you want, as long as you preface it with, you know, the fact that it it might be kind of hard to do. So check out those um, things as as far as, um, uh, you know, immediate articles. Then, you know, just to talk news real quick, um, there, there, it was reported by, I want to say, was it Frank Isola? It was someone with up in New York. Uh, sorry, it was, um, let me see here, New York Post story by Mark Berman. Got my New York guys confused. The Mavericks are probably not interested in uh, pursuing uh, Mitchell Robinson. Now, that could obviously change, but for those of you who are really into Mitchell Robinson, it's good to note, um, and something that was worth... Paying attention to, um, the other there's another piece of news last week that we didn't really touch on at mavsmoneyball.com, but I thought was at least worth circling back to, um, it's that there there was a there's starting to be like growing kind of source like unnamed source rumors that some Suns uh, staff and then at least one player tested positive for COVID during uh, uh, before Game Seven. Now I'm be honest. I don't really deal in news very often. I get told a lot of stuff, but there's not a lot of value in me reporting it. And because it I don't really think it matters, I started to hear after game 5 that certain sons had like had tested positive for COVID. I don't really care. This was sort of one of these things that a lot of fans got really upset about, but it's no different than having uh at this point in time, you know, I'm not I, I don't mean to make anybody upset about COVID, but as far as I'm concerned I look at it the same as an ankle sprain or the flu or something else that potentially impacts a guy's playing um, you know ability to play. At this point in the year everybody in in basketball is dinged up. So it just sort of is what it is. Um but that that's that main story. Um then there were some fun things at Mavs Moneyball but oh yeah, there's one more piece of news. So um Sean Sweeney is interviewing for the Utah Jazz head coaching position, but so is former Maverick Jason Terry. The Jazz are interviewing lots and lots of people. I know the Sweeney news uh, broken by Adrian Wojnarowski sent a really upset people. I mean, I get it, but it it sort of is what it is. It's it's something that is out there, and then I would just not really, you know, worry about it too much until we hear more news. Um there's a couple of more fun things at, at Mavs Moneyball that I think are worth paying attention to. Um, the first is our guy Lucas Hugh did a review of the Netflix movie Hustle, which has a remarkable number of Dallas Mavericks cameos. And I watched this movie. It's fantastic and it's really fun. So if you're looking for a great way to spend two hours, I, I just can't recommend it enough and then go read the review. Um, on Sunday, our guy, Clint Carroll, who doesn't write too much for us, because I think, uh, I think he sometimes gets a little nervous about, about his basketball knowledge. I loved this post. It was fun. It's the ideal off season content. He pulled our staff like a month ago, just sort of jokingly. And he went person by person and said, you know, give me your top five, most, uh, handsome Dallas Mavericks players. And then actually put it together in a post and it, you know, on Sunday, it had a lot of people. Uh, talking on Twitter and on social media. It's just like one of those silly fun things that I enjoy about the offseason. And then, you know, to to sort of close us out, um, our guy Scott CBA Mavs uh, put together last week a really big, uh, it was Friday. He put together a really big uh, explainer of, of the Jalen Brunson sign and trade scenarios. He and I did a podcast, which you have hopefully listened to by now, where he took a lot of questions and explained some things that's going on with what the Mavericks can and can't do, at least according to the structure of the CBA. I really recommend you check that out. That was a lot of fun. Um, and then... Trying to think. There's one more fun piece over at DallasBasketball.com. Uh, it was the pros and cons of a Christian Wood trade because a lot of Mavericks, including our guy Xavier Santos, are really sort of clamoring uh, for the Mavericks to go get Wood because he is a talented but mm, – just put it like this. The basketball fit is very good, but the the vibes fit is very tough. But this big piece by Grant um, – I'll butcher Grant's last name—I've heard it a dozen times, but I always do this with names. Um, Grant Afseth wrote it's—it's it's a really great way to spend a huge chunk of your day if you would like to read up about Christian Woods. So I'm going to end with that one, and that's sort of where we are. Um, I'm going to try to record with Josh Bow at some point. He and I just keep missing each other. Real life is happening. We—we we put off a lot of stuff for a real long time during the tail end of regular season between wives and kids and stuff, and now we're just. It, it, you guys understand I hope we'll we'll rev stuff back up. Okay, this has been Kirk Henderson at Mavs Moneyball with Moneyball Minute. Thank you so much for your time and I hope you have a great week and we will be back with more stuff as we can.